front of you guys tonight. Um, you guys don't even know how much, how grateful I am to just be standing here in front of you. Uh, when I first started doing this ministry, I would always talk about, you know, personal things, and I think maybe I'll touch in on uh, on that. I want to share my testimony with you guys tonight. I know that it's a powerful thing when we share our testimony. It's, uh, it gives God glory in the work that he, he's done in his children. It's nothing that, that I've done. It's nothing that the people here who have Christ, who are walking with Christ, have done. But it's all him and his love and mercy. Um, and so today, uh, I really, let me start in the beginning. I'm 24. I always start off with my age. Um, because I can relate to you guys. You know, if you're not walking with Christ, if you're kind of struggling in your walk or you have questions, I can relate. We can relate. We're all the same age. I'm 24, and when I came to Christ, I was 21, and I was here in this church. Somebody invited me, which was my sister, and there was a pastor here, and he began to just preach the gospel like no other. And I'm sitting here. I don't remember what the message was about. All I remember was that in the middle of his message, this man just begins to tell me things about his about my life that there's no way he could have known. And I I was I came into this church with just the expectations of coming into a service and just walking out, leaving the same and, and nothing changing. But that day on April 8, 2007, God met me here in this place, and he spoke to me. And he's going to speak to many of you today, if he hasn't already. And he began to speak to my life and tell me things that I had done, tell me things that I was doing, and tell me things that I would do in the future and I thought this man was crazy because I'd never met him in my life. And I knew that at a moment that it wasn't him, but it was God. And I was just broken. I was humiliated at all of the things that I'd ever done in my life, knowing that God was in that room watching. And at the same time, I was also grateful. I was grateful that he had mercy on my soul, that although I had denied him, although I had said there is no God, he was still calling me because just because I didn't believe in him doesn't mean he didn't believe in me, right? So he was there and he was calling me and I had a choice that day whether or not I would follow him. And it's been three, it's been three years and I stand before you today telling you that I love Jesus and that Jesus loves me and that there's a cost. Today we're talking about the cost. When I chose to follow Jesus Christ that day, there were some things that were going to have to change in my life and, and that he was going to help me do. But I was going to have to give up. When he calls you, there's going to be a cost and there's going to be some things that are going to hurt when you leave behind. This relationship, this salvation that we have, it's free. It's given to you. It's a gift. But it's going to cost you this world. And you can't hold on to it not that he hates us and he doesn't want us to enjoy life but there's things in our life there's things in your life that are holding you back and he's telling you to leave them behind today because if you do not it's going to hold you back see his love is so powerful many people like to quote this and we like can we turn to romans 8 37 it's just powerful you know paul's speaking here and he says knowing all these things Romans 8:37 No in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us it says for I am convinced that neither death nor life neither angels nor demons neither the present nor the future nor any powers 
neither height nor death nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen? Hey, that's beautiful. That means that nothing can hold me back from the love of God, right? The only thing that's not mentioned here is yourself and your choices. See, his love for you is strong, but what about your love back for him? You got that? So there's this love that everybody likes to talk about. Oh, yeah, I'm right with God. God loves me. He loves me. You're absolutely right, but are you loving God? Are you loving God back today? There's going to be a cost, okay? And when this cost, when you're being faced with this thing that you're going to have to give up, that's going to determine whether you go forth or not. Let's read in, in Matthew 4.18. Four, is it 4.18? The calling of the first disciples. It says, as Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. Amen? We'll just stop there. So at once they, they dropped their nets and they followed him. They left their jobs behind. They left maybe family behind. But they knew that they were following the one who had called them, Jesus Christ. Amen? See, sometimes in this place, we're going to have to leave jobs and family members behind. And I know that I myself have left family, you know, not because I hated them, but I had to move out and I had to get away from those things, from people who were hindering me. All right? Matthew 8, 18. This one may be a little harsh. Some people may think this is a bit unfair. But here is where it says the cost of following Jesus. When Jesus saw the crowd around him, he gave orders to cross to the other side of the lake. It says, then a teacher of the law came to him and said, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus replied, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Another disciple said to him, Lord, first let me go bury my father. But Jesus said, Follow me and let the dead bury their own dead. Come on. That sounds a little harsh, doesn't it? If, if you just lost your father or something terrible just happened in your family, wouldn't you feel like it would be right for someone to mourn with you, for someone to say, you know what, it's okay, you come follow me when you're ready. I'll be waiting here. No, but you see, Jesus is on the go. Jesus is saying, I don't have time to wait for you. You, you get healed when you walk with me. You get healed, you receive the joy you receive as you walk with me and you stay with me. Follow me now. Amen? Many people in this place, you're holding on to things. You're wondering why you're still in the same place. You're wondering why you come to church and you're not feeling anything and why you're not understanding why everyone else has joy inside of them, has freedom, but you're not. It's because you're still holding on to things. You're not letting the dead bury their own dead. You're wanting to do everything else but follow Jesus. Tonight, it's time to get things, these things out of the way. Jesus paid the ultimate price for us, for our sins. And that's why we're here today, amen? What are the things that can get in our way? Let's talk about emotions. Come on, emotions in our life as, as Christians, we like to base everything off of emotions. Oh, I feel Jesus today. You know, I came to church and I felt and I cried and I was broken and I felt him today. And then tomorrow comes and you're trying to get into the presence of God and you can't. Somehow, some way, he's not touching you the same way, and you can't get broken, and you can't feel the tears and the joy that you used to, and these things get in the way. 
people get in our way. Relationships, boyfriends, girlfriends get in the way. And we need to push these people aside that are hindering us. Whatever Jesus is saying to you, you need to push them aside and say, you know what, I love you, but I'm going to follow Christ. There's people in this room who have friends that you know are not of God and you know are, are putting you in situations that you do not need to be in and you need to let go of them. Our reputation gets in the way, right? Come on, let's think about it. Peter, a disciple of Jesus Christ, loved him, and he said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Even if everybody else leaves you, I'm going to follow you. But when it came down, it came down to the nitty-gritty, and he was being faced. Are you a follower of Jesus Christ? He said no. Three times he did not know him disciples of Jesus left him when it came down to him being crucified. They left him because what? Their reputations were on the line. Their lives were on the line. Their families and their jobs. These are things that we have to think about today if we decide to follow Christ. This is not a walk in the park. As young adults in this church, my goodness, this place should be packed out with our just zeal and just desire to go after people and preach the gospel. But these things get in the way. We get afraid that if we spend too much time out on the streets, we're going to miss out on work. We're going to miss out on on the way people think about us. It's just going to change, and they're not going to think about us the same. We need to get over this thing. We need to follow Christ. If we follow Christ, we would do what he did. He walked this earth. He walked the streets. He preached the gospel. He laid hands on the sick and they were healed. He cared for people. He had compassion. Children loved him so much that they would run up to him. And disciples wanted to hold him back. If we follow Christ, we will act like Christ. Amen? But are you willing to pay the price? Jesus Christ, being this man who was so compassionate, was asked to leave towns because he was a burden on the people. Jesus Christ was persecuted, was threatened to be stoned, and he had to flee Jesus Christ. And then he was crucified. And then his disciples, more than half of them, almost all of them, were murdered, were persecuted, hung upside down. They gave their lives for the gospel of Jesus Christ. They knew that this was the truth, and they stood upon it. And there was nothing that was going to stop them. They were willing to pay the price. Are you willing to pay the price? Am I willing to pay the price in this place? Acts 7, 54, if we can turn there, please. The stoning of Stephen. Come on, Stephen wasn't even a... An elder, he wasn't even anybody who you would consider to have such a high authority, but God used him. He used him, and the first time that he goes out to preach, he gets stoned. The people get so angry because he tells it like it is. And it says, when they heard this, they were furious and gnashed their teeth at him. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God. And Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. At this very, I'm sorry, at this very, I can't read. At this, they covered their ears and yelling at the top of their voices, they all rushed at him, dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. Come on. 
And meanwhile, the witnesses laid their clothes at the feet of the young man named Saul. Come on, this young man named Saul was the one who would lead these persecutions, and they would take the clothes and, and throw it at his feet like if it was, you know, giving him glory. This is what happens to disciples of Jesus Christ. This is the cost that they're willing to pay. Here in, in America at this church, the, the, uh, in the Church of America, we ask you to come early to prayer, and, and we can't even do that. We ask you to come and, and to go share your faith with people, and we make all these excuses on why we cannot go. We ask you to share your faith at work. Maybe even just invite people into your own home, and we can't even do that. But yet here in this Bible, the one that we say we believe in, sets an example of what real Christians are supposed to be. Do we, we even look like that? Do we even look a little bit like what these people represent here in the Bible? Women as well, if we turn to Romans, you know, women were used to preach the gospel for the work of Jesus Christ. There is no excuse. There is no male or female, Jew or Gentile, white or black, anything like that. He's going to use all of us. Doesn't matter your background. Doesn't matter what kind of sinner you used to be. Doesn't matter your, your gifts and your talents. If you love God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength, you will preach the gospel. You will pay the cost. You will pay it with everything that you have, and you will not look back. Amen? Jesus is saying, come follow me and let go of the emotions today. Saying, come follow me and let go of that boyfriend. Come on. Let go of that relationship that is hindering you. Decide today what's holding you back in your heart. Come on, I know that there's somebody in this place, there's more than one person in this place, that tonight is dealing with fear and depression. I know it. Are we going to let those things hold us back? Or are we going to push past that? We're going to pay the cost. We're going to say, Lord, I'm setting my flesh aside today. I'm still going to do your work. He paid the price for you and I. We owe him our lives. If in this place you don't know Jesus Christ, he is your only Savior. Your only Savior. We don't come here and meet just because it's fun and it's cute. We come here, we meet together to worship God because he is worthy to be praised. We worship God in this place. We meet together to be edified by the word so that we can look more like him every single day. We meet together in this place because you and I are sinners and without the blood of Jesus Christ, we will not be forgiven of our sins. If in this place you don't know Christ tonight, I invite you, I ask you to call on to him. I ask you that, that you would just close your eyes right now, that you would just call on the name of Jesus because you need him more than you know. If you know in this place that you are struggling with sin and it's holding you back and it's entangling you, call on the name of Jesus. Because before you can become an, a disciple, you have to believe. You have to believe in the one who called you. You have to believe in the one who's asking you to leave all the things behind. Amen? Follow him. Don't look back. Don't look to the left. Don't look to the right. But keep your eyes on the cross of Jesus. Amen? The one he shed his blood on, the one he was pierced on. 
He did it for you, and that should be an example to us every day. Every day that we would not forget. It's not just something to to be an adornment on our neck, to be just looked at and just bow down to and kiss. No, it represents real love. It represents salvation. It represents our glorious God coming down to this filthy earth, taking on flesh and suffering for you and I. It represents atonement of sin. You don't have to work for it anymore. You don't have to be a really super-duper good person. He does that work in you. The Holy Spirit inside, if you're dealing with sin and you're saying, I want God today, the Holy Spirit's going to break that off of you. Amen? The Holy Spirit's going to come and break that sin off of you. I have faith. I have faith. I believe that if you're dealing today with homosexuality, he's going to break it off of you in the name of Jesus. I believe tonight that if you're having those lustful thoughts, that he's going to wash your mind. That is the power that is in the God that we serve. Amen? Vanessa, I want you to come up to the guitar, and I want we're going to sing a song where you go, I go. And I want, we're not going to do an altar call. Like, if you want Jesus, no, you know if you want Jesus or not. You know if you want to follow Christ tonight or not. You know if you're ready to give your life to him or not. I want you to come up to this stage, and I want you to just talk to God. In the same way that we were singing to him and we were praying before this this service began, I want you just between you and him and you to ask him, Lord, what are you asking me to leave behind? What is it that's holding me back? If you don't have a relationship with Christ, you already know what it is you need to leave behind. And those of you who are saying, God, I just want to do it all. I want to follow you like the disciples followed you. I want to be like Stephen, be obedient to you. I want to be that disciple. Show me, dear God, keep me. Keep me away from those things that are going to hinder me. Come on, Vanessa, we're going to sing. And I want to invite you guys all up to the front. And I want you guys to think about if you're ready to pay that price. If God were to call you to go to a different state, a different country, Would you do it? Would you be willing to pay that price and leave your little life here in Chicago behind? If God is calling you to break up with your girlfriend, would you be willing to leave it behind because you know that she's hindering you? Hallelujah, Senor. Lord, in this place, dear God, corporately, we just decide that where you go, we go. That what you say, we say. What you pray, we pray, Lord. We decide, dear God, that crossover, that this ministry would follow you. That we would let the dead bury the dead. That we would go, dear God, no matter where you take us. That we would trust in you. We would trust in your faithfulness and in your word, Lord. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Where you go, go what you say, I'll say, God. What you pray, I'll pray. What you pray, I'll pray. Where you go, I'll go what you say, I'll say, God. What you pray, I'll pray. 
What you pray, I'll pray. Jesus only did what he saw you do. He would only say what he heard you speak. He would only move when he felt you lead. Following your heart, following your spirit. you go, I go, what you say, I'll say, God, what you pray, I'll pray, what you pray, I'll pray, where you go, I go, what you say, I'll say, God, what you pray, I'll pray, what you pray, I'll pray. Where you go, I go. What you say, I'll say, God. What you pray, I'll pray. What you pray, I'll pray. Where you go, I go. What you say, I'll say, God. What you pray, I'll pray. What you pray, I'll pray. What he saw you do, he would only say what he heard you speak. He would only move when he felt you lead, following your hearts, following your spirit. How could I expect to walk without you? When every move that Jesus made was in surrender, I will not begin to live without you. For you alone are worthy and you always good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus, we will go where you want us to go, God. We'll be like Jesus, God. We will only listen to your voice, God. We will only move when you tell us, God. We will not resist your spirit, God. We will not resist your spirit, God. We know we feel your presence, God. We know that you are here. 
you say, I'll say, God. What you pray, I'll pray. What you pray, I'll pray. Where you go, I'll go. What you say, I'll say, God. What you pray, I'll pray. What you pray, I'll pray. Where you go, where you go, I'll go. What you say, I'll say, God. What you pray, I'll pray. What you pray, I'll pray. Where you go, I'll go. What you say, I'll say, God. What you pray, I'll pray. What you pray, I'll pray. Where you go, I go. What you say, I'll say, God. What you pray, I'll pray. What you pray, I'll pray. Where you go, I go. What you say, I'll say, God. What you pray, I'll pray. What you pray, I'll pray. soon forget we will not forget who you are and what you've done for us who you are and what you've done for us world sees and soon forgets we will not forget who you are and what you've done for us who you are and what you've done for us though the world sees Soon forgets we will not forget who you are, what you done for us. All the world sees soon forgets we will not forget who you are, what you done for us. Where you go, I go, what you say, I'll say. God, what you pray, I'll pray. What you pray, I'll pray. Yeah. Where you go, I'll go. What you say, I'll say, God. What you pray, I'll pray. What you pray, I'll pray. Where you go, I'll go. What you say, I'll say, God. What you pray, I'll pray. What you pray, I'll pray. Where you go, I'll go. What you say, I'll say, God. What you pray, I'll pray. What you pray, I'll pray. I just feel the Lord saying, to his disciples, don't just do enough to get by. Go above and beyond and give me glory. Thank you, Lord. 
Father, we pray, dear God, that in this place there would be disciples that would rise up, oh God, that would not that we would not love our lives so much, dear God, as to shrink back from death, Lord God. Anything that brings death to our flesh, I pray that we would not shrink back from it, dear God. We would trust in you, O Lord, that we would trust you are the God who knows beginning from the end. You know, dear God, all things, and if you're asking us to do it, you will provide. If you're asking us to give something up, Lord, you will provide all things needed to get through that situation. In the name of Jesus, I pray, dear God, that in each individual heart, Lord, you would continue to speak to through the rest of the week. Even in the small groups, Holy Spirit, we ask that you would just minister, oh God, that you would shine your light and uproot things that we didn't even know were there, Lord. In Jesus' name, we give you full control, complete control, Lord, in our lives. In Jesus' name, I praise you, Lord, and I thank you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, Señor. Come on, if you just want to be in God's presence. I know it's a little awkward. Some people are still in God's presence. We're going to go break out into our small groups in about five minutes. So if you just want to spend time with the Lord, Vanessa's going to stay up there for a few more minutes. Oh, mighty God, I need you, Lord. I need you, I know, I know that I can do it my way, God. I failed so many times, God. Oh, thank you for being merciful to me. Thank you for being merciful to me. I receive your mercy and forgiveness. God, I receive your sacrifice, Lord, with my words I will not say that your blood is not enough to wash away my sins, I know that you can wash me clean, God, you can wash me clean, God. You can wash me clean. You can wash me clean. Though I fail, you never fail, God. Though I fail, Lord. You never fail, God. You never fail, God. Oh, you never fail. You never change, God. You're never changing, God. You're not like a man that you should lie, Lord. Your love, it changes my heart. You make me new. I thought I knew where I was going, God. I thought I knew, I thought I knew. But I didn't know, God, I didn't know, Lord. 
didn't know God. I didn't know, and now you're.